the star, Daniel O'Connor, joins the cast as Miles Higson says goodbye. I'll be discussing this as well as all the goings on in the show the past week, so stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of the Hollywood Chronicles podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jonathan. As I wasn't able to do a podcast last week, I'll kick off this show with some news and then give some discussion of last week's episode before going in further discussion of this week's. There isn't much to discuss this week on the news front, mostly just some casting news, so I guess I'll start the news that former Neighbours actor Daniel O'Connor is set to join the show. He played the role of Ned Parker on Neighbours between 2005 and 2008, and here in Hollyoaks, he's going to be playing the role of a former army medic who's just returned from a tour of Afghanistan called Ali. When he hits the village, it's been said that he will be Jackie and Reese's new lodger and will be involved in a love rival storyline with best friends Amy and Michaela who both take a shine to him and set up trying to win his attention. On joining the show... O'Connor said this is a character with a dark past that will eventually be uncovered in true soap style. This sounds like quite an interesting character to be joining the show, although I do feel the show's cast is quite large at the moment. If done right, this character could be integrated well into the village and could become a well-loved character, I guess. This character at the moment, it's been said, is due to hit screens next February. The other news item this week is the news that we're going to lose another member of the Costello family in the form of Miles Higson, who plays Seth Costello since last July. Since Jordan's show, Higson has been involved in some of the big storylines, like the GID storyline and the affair storyline with Mercedes and Carl. Although I feel this character hasn't really had the chance to shine in his own storyline lately, as I said in the past podcast, he has really started to come to his own and give some really good scenes. Mostly that, obviously, during this year's Hollyoaks Plato, where he got to shine in his semi sort of revenge plot against Warren after all the mind games he played on him but also in the scene where he stood up to Carl and told him basically all the bad truths and some home truths that Carl really needed to know. It is sad to be losing Higson but I guess with the rest of his family leaving there isn't much room to do so we wish him all the best in the future and he's due to leave screens shortly after Christmas. I'm now just going to give a brief recap and discussion of some of last week's episodes of Hollyoaks that I wasn't able to do in a podcast. That's those episodes that aired during the week of the 5th to the 9th of December. And I guess the first storyline which was significant during that week was the continuation of the feud between Warren and Brendan, which took a new turn with Warren actually saying he wants to kill Brendan and asking Ethan, more or less blackmailing Ethan in to give him an alibi so that he could do this. This storyline was 
quite actually interesting with these turns as seeing Ethan squirm for a bit was quite good to see after the way he's acted over the past year I should say especially with the whole love rap plot from back in the summer this plot was also interesting just for the way that we saw with the whole hit and run storyline it's brought the students slightly into the storyline with Warren's Texans Rob pictures of Ethan's car and then trying to deny it every time that Rob keeps bringing it up. This plot was also interesting but also a little bit of sweet as it led to the departure of Craig Rye from the role of Ethan after just a year in the role. This wasn't quite sad as Ethan, although I think he's been a bit of a not stupid, well he's acted stupid over the last year, but it would have been good to see some actual fallout from the Silas storyline, which we didn't really get, as it's all sort of been tied up just to this hit and run storyline, but we wish Craig all the best in the future, and hopefully we'll see him in something again soon. The other storyline, which although not big during the week, brought back Ruby back into the canvas was her whole feeling lonely storyline now that Duncan's left and trying again at her hardest to get Sinead's attention which led to her stealing the money and then trying to blame it on the member of the Daytona Lights who suddenly are now lodging with Frankie and Jack which shouldn't be a surprise as they've more or less opened a halfway house for any sort of weight and strays just to come in out of whenever they feel like it. But this storyline, as I said, although it wasn't big, it was strange Ruby acting like she's lonely now that she has thinks she's got no one, but it's also highlighted the fact of where's Esther been? She seems to have just disappeared lately and no real attention's been given to this especially by Frankie, who you'd expect I've seen this as her granddaughter. But, although this was a sort of Ruby back to old stupid and manipulative ways with taking the money and trying to blame someone else, she did own up to it. So I just hope as we go into the new year, we actually get some more substance-filled storyline with Ruby and start to actually learn some more about her past, which up until now has only ever been alluded to between her and Duncan but no attention has ever been given to it and it may actually give us some idea of why she's acted the way she has throughout most of last this past year so most of the cases right when she was acting getting drunk and all those ways she keeps treating everyone with the bullying store and earlier in the start of last year we also saw the development of the relationship between Callum and Maddie and I really like this storyline as out of the six formers Maddie's never been my favourite I think she has more or less been just a stuck up bitch throughout this whole thing but we're starting to see new aspects of her which I really liked and we're also seeing new aspects of her storyline and friendship with George and Tilly which I'm actually liking as I feel these six ones work much better when actually outside of the group 
without it all being shoved down their throats that these suddenly been friends for years and then all just suddenly moved to Hollyoaks at the same time to be near Bart who never actually mentioned him for a whole year actually being on the show but as I say this story of McCullough and Maddie was nice and it was nice to see them go on their excursion to just look at the sky from the skipping school and that just the pulling away and coming together that they keep having with the banter between them like every time someone says something they keep taking offence to it and it's just nice to actually see a teen storyline being able to develop but not suddenly after a day saying they're in love and then making out that this big epic romance not meant to mention anyone Bart and Sinead it's no I wasn't a big fan of that story and I'm still not liking them and I'll go into more comment on Sinead and go into this week's store, episode storyline but this week ended with Callum sort of coming into the group although he is much better outside of it and I love all his little sort of spiking comments to them, making fun of them just more or less just criticising them for the way they act half the time which he actually says stuff I've been feeling about them but as the week ended we saw the introduction of Tara and we got to see that his ex is actually an older woman who he had an affair with it's his former teacher's wife and um, as the this week's gone on I'll give more discussion as I wasn't a fan of this at all this whole story I felt it just wasn't needed and just sort of came out of well, not out of nowhere, it just didn't really bring anything to the show as apart from a way of adding an already antagonistic sort of obstacle into this new relationship. We also ended the week with some great stuff. We had Mitzi get back together with Warren and we had those scenes which I really liked. I thought they really played well again as... We've had, I've said before that Rachel and Jamie always work well together and I'm liking the dynamic with Joel being into this now and she still is doing a really good job. But the biggest thing of the week was Mitzi and Brendan joining up together to bring down Warren once for all which obviously is going to bring us some really great storyline as we lead up to Jamie's exit at the end of next week's episode. I didn't really have a big scenes this week, but my performer of the week by far is Emmett Scanlan, mostly based on his scene in Monday's episode with Steve and the whole you've got in taller line was just hilarious and the whole thing with the lollipop, which he always seems to have, was just brilliant. And also his scene with Nancy at the end of the week because we've never really seen him in any scenes that much with Jessica Fox and I thought it played well together and the whole dynamic between them was really good the way he kept sort of doing the whole jokey Brendan aspect that we all know and love and just also at the same time seeing her try to act strong but feeling terrified at the same time this was just some really great stuff well that's all really have to say on those episodes I just thought it'd be good just to give a brief recap as I wasn't able to do the podcast 
podcast. Sorry about that. <coughs> Sorry. Slightly dying there last week. But I'll now go into some discussion of this week's episodes. I'm now just going to give a brief recap of discussion of the past week's episodes of Hollyoaks. And on the whole, I thought this was a really good week as we got to see new sides to some of the new characters and get a bit of insight into their background. But also, I'm just really liking the whole aesthetic look and feel of the show right now. It's really a positive state and I look forward to what we get to see in 2012. I'm going to do this recap a little different to how I did the last one. So rather than going through each day one at a time to save me maybe repeating myself on occasions, I'm just going to discuss what I thought were the main storylines from the week and my opinions of these and maybe bring in a couple of miscellaneous stories and plots as well as we go. So we'll just see how it goes this week. So I guess we'll kick things off with the story which more or less took up the entire week for what it gave us and that was the whole triangle with Maddie Cullum and his ex Tara and all the obstacles that were going on with who's he actually going to decide to be with. On the whole I did not really like this plot as I felt the character of Tara was pretty pointless and the actress was a little annoying and a bit OTT I might say. And I just felt she was just brought in as a bit of a plot device just to finally bring Maddie and Callum together. I don't really think she offered us anything more than that. But I guess what she did bring was that we actually got to learn a bit more about the whole family dynamic of Ash and Callum's family and reasons why they moved to the Hollyoaks and the village and just where their family really is dynamically at right now with everything that happened to them in the past. And then we were supposed to sort of feel that this was sort of a big love for Callum, but to me personally, a den of it was based on performance, just the overall dynamic between the two characters, but I felt like it was quite one-sided quite a lot of the time with Tara sort of wanting Callum, the younger boy, a lot more than he actually wanted her. And at the end of the week, every time Callum kept seeing Maddie, it was obvious he just always wanted to leave to go talk to her, even though he did try to deny this quite a lot of the time. A part of this story during the week that really did annoy me was the Sinead sort of interruptions, the way she saw the Tara and Callum's talk in Libbit Gardens felt she had to take a picture and give her a say to Maddie and she was just really annoying. I felt at these scenes and I don't really understand Sinead's whole idea. I know Maddie can be quite bitchy at times to Sinead to a relationship with Bart but I didn't really think this was needed that much and Sinead did go quite far during the week even Bart and everyone else thought she just should have shut up. The other scene I really liked with this storyline was just the antagonistic scene between Callum and Maddie on the stairs on Tuesday where he just went, you are just a bitch, aren't you? I thought, the way she's acting, it's the front she does keep putting up. But I liked later in the week with a discussion with Bart that we actually got to 
sort of learn a different side to Madden where she does keep putting on this front and wearing a mask and I don't really understand half the time why she does that but overall that scene with Bart again it did bring us to her big scene and telling Callum to stay at the end of the week and I do like how after all the pointlessness and stupidity of this Tara stuff that Maddie and Callum do look set to have a good relationship although we do obviously expect some obstacles along the way otherwise it would be a bit boring if they're just happy from now on but I do look forward to seeing where this storyline is going to go Sticking with the six formers, I also like this week how we got to see them all in different sort of aspects with Jono and Neil having their jobs within the fight between Tony and Darren, which I'll talk a little bit later on because I don't think it really needs much discussion. But the main dynamic I really liked learning more about and seeing more was that the friendship between Maddie, Tilly, and George because these are the three within the group who I feel sort of bring the most to the actual scene and I just I'd like seeing George also in a new light and how Tilly was sticking up for him after Maddie's really big outburst at him which was really unnecessary and I didn't really understand her don't know this is supposed to be one of her friends and straight away she just doesn't trust them which I don't really see aligned with and Maddie in her scenes later on going try and flirt with members of the Daytona Lights and that is just a bit pointless and I loved it when Matt threw out at BSU but it was quite hilarious. Sticking with this dynamic also involving Callum, the scene this week with the three that really stood out for me was the common room scene which it didn't stand out for a positive reason because it really did show Maddie in a real bit to aid was saying if Callum doesn't want to be friends with him, why is he there? Well, it is the sixth from common room. She's not like she owns the place, much like I think she does. And this scene just really showed why she doesn't really deserve these friends at this point in the week. And in a way, she is still to redeem herself on the George front. And although she and Callum are friends, she sort of made up for those scenes in the common room. I don't really think they should jump back into Callum being best friends with after the way she treated him. I meant George there, sorry. Another aspect this week what I really liked seeing was that we got to see more of the students' characters. And as I've said before, I'm really liking this new bunch of students. They really do have, although not, I don't think, to the same level, but they do have a really great dynamic similar to that of the 2006 intake. And I do really like seeing how they are sort of all gelling now. They all seem comfortable in their roles. And it just doesn't seem as forced, maybe, as it felt when they first arrived back in September. Storyline-wise, we didn't really get much. It was mostly all leading up to the Christmas meal on Thursday's episode. But I guess we've got some slight fun scenes, like all the stuff, the towel of Annalise, and then on Monday, and then going her scene. Barney in the shower and we also got the idea of the secret Santa and all this well it's just fun stuff during the week which I felt was overall one of the main things of the week it really was just a week of full of fun sort of aspects without a lot of the characters to go along with the supposedly dramatic Callum 
Maditara stuff, but not obviously as dramatic as the Warren Brendan Mitzi stuff, which I'll talk a little bit more later on. The scene with the students, though, that did stand out for me was the scene on Wednesday with Ash doing a psych, psychology sort of test on them all, just seeing them all getting aspects of learning their family life and what goes on outside, and also just the scene where they're all lying under this Christmas tree and Ash was giving us an insight into her family. I just really enjoyed those scenes. Although not entirely related to the students, we also had the whole misunderstanding and aspects with Will and Teresa after he <coughs> didn't turn up to the Savage Christmas meal because he was with his friends. But on Friday, was Teresa sort of playing Will, making sure he understood where he went wrong. And these were just sort of fun scenes, but it once again, this highlighted this new sort of direction of the Will character. I don't really understand why they've gone this way, but he is still being quite obnoxious and just doesn't seem to be the character who was as caring and sort of geeky, I'll put inverted sort of fact that you can't obviously see me doing it, but why we got that idea will from majority of the year and then over the past few months completely changed this around, although we get essence of it, we just don't really see the character will rude sort of no. Although it was great to see them get together back not that long ago, I'm not really feeling the Teresa Will storyline anymore and I just wish it would sort of maybe slowly end and we can start to see them in different aspects. Like if Will's character is going along the direction that he seems to be, I don't really feel that he needs to be with Teresa to do it. I just don't really think they worked out well as a couple these days and I really like to see more of Teresa with Joel as I feel these have a lot more of a spark between the two as Georgie and Andrew still work really well together and I like seeing Teresa within the Warren aspect as I said before she is like a little sister sort of character and I just feel she works much better within this group than she fits in with the students and Will these days it wasn't really a big storyline of the week and it was sort of more of a fun sort of thing but the whole rivalry between Darren and Tony with mobs and college coffee as the new coffee shop, very original, was named but it did bring a good sort of hilariously stupid scene with the fight with the mince pies between Tony and Darren which although it didn't really add much to the week it did remind me of the fight between Obi and Chris a few years back as they were fighting over summer just because of how stupid it was. But with this story I did like how we got to see Darren sort of bring up Steph and how he just feels he doesn't want to let her down by letting mobs go under. But I didn't really see the point in this whole rivalry thing although it is good to see Tony getting some scenes these days as I feel he has sort of for an original character, the original character, I should say, he's really been used less and less in a way, even though I do feel he still has a really important part to play in the village, and I would like to see him work a lot more than just being there to give the odd scene line about coffee to Jono in the coffee shop.
I guess on another sort of light point story over the week, we had Leanne going into a fixation over Matt. It's hilarious to see Leanne back to being in a obsessive, psychotic ways, and I really like seeing Leanne when she's like this, as I feel she is just hilarious, although I don't want her to go as crazy as she did on arriving with Amy, but it's just good seeing her, her in a really light-hearted sort of story. And the whole Dennis aspect of it is also quite fun, as I feel I am really liking this character. I feel he's not being like shoved down our throats as the over-the-top comedic comic relief character. We are sort of getting him in small doses and just seeing him sort of, although just with Leanne and the rest of the savages, we are getting an understanding of him just as a light-hearted character to bring a bit of relief to some of the dramatic storylines going on at the moment. I guess the main storyline that I cannot go without discussing this week is the continuation of the rivalry and war between Warren and Brendan, and I like how we got to see Nancy and Darren come more into this storyline later in the week with relation to the letter that Mitzi wrote and gave to Nancy as she ever disappeared and Nancy thinking she had done and seeing her and Darren going into the flat and I still think it's a little weird how all of a sudden we've lost the set of the boathouse flat as no one seems to be there anymore we're back to the flats where we had but that's not really important but just the scene where Nancy and Darren in the flat and then Warren, Mitzi and Joel returned from Paris as they had gone off to in the Great Scene of Monday's episode where we saw Mitzi terrified as she was getting to the taxi of Warren, seeing Brendan watching them go off. It was just a really great scene. But as I was talking about when they returned to the flat and saw Nancy and Darren there and see them just try explain why they were there and we got an insight of Darren telling us that Warren's bought some land and the contracts are back in 09 so I can only allude that this may be maybe related to the scenes come up at the end of next week with Warren's exit in relation to where he might have buried Louise's body back in 2008 and I really do like how we're getting our answers sort of answered with our questions in relation to Louise as for the past three years what actually happened to her has been left seriously ambiguous to her and although we got a little insight back early in the year it really did feel like it was just Warren reiterating to mix what we already knew but it would finally get in some sense what actually did happen to her I'm all for this, and it's a shame that it's leading up to Jamie's exit, but if you're going to go out in a dramatic way, this is the way to do it, wrapping up sort of two birds of one stone storyline-wise, I guess. And we ended the week just with the reaffirming of Brendan and Mitzi's plan to bring down Warren, and it was great just as they find that Brendan is more or less wanting to send Warren to prison, unlike Warren's plan to murder him, by getting the proof that Warren was responsible for Louise's death. And with the letter sort of floating around of Nancy and Darren, this does look set to bring us two some dramatic scenes next week. 
as I wrap up this sort of recap and discussion of this week's episode, it wasn't really a big storyline plot, but I'm just really liking the data and the lights at the moment, and I feel like I like the way that they've been brought in as themselves, and I just really liked their performance on Friday in the coffee shop when they were performing tracks. I'm really liking right now, like Lillian. I didn't really have a performer of the week this week, but I guess this character I think is most improved that I'm really liking now after I didn't really enjoy their initial entrance, and that is the character of George, played by Stephen Roberts, because I feel like this week we've got an understanding of what actually makes the character tick, like how important he actually feels about his friendship with Maddie and Tilly and especially that of Maddie and the scene that most stood out for me was the scene in the bathroom after Maddie's big outburst at him between him and Tilly and we just got some ideas of how he actually feels about what happened and what his intentions actually were. We also got a bit of an possible insight into something that could be coming up with the whole, it was sort of a small thing, but when he said he was going to go and get a sandwich and he looked, he only had a bit of some less money in his hand. I don't know if this was so in some possible storyline aspects, maybe his family life coming up later, or whether it was just a way of having him like a device t- to go see Callum in the coffee shop. But also, including George this week, we had the amazing scene in the price slice of Brendan and Emma again just ultra over for the week in this one small scene where George ends up sort of trying to psychoanalyze Brendan based on what was in his shopping basket and as for it was a hilarious scene. I felt these t- weird seeing these two in a scene together, but I guess that's the sort of thing I've been after for a while. Just some integration and some characters you wouldn't expect to see actually being thrown into scenes together and actually finding that although they don't really add anything actually are just some really great scenes overall I would say that George is definitely my most improved and if I was to give a perform of the week I'm always quite biased and I would probably give it to Emmett Scanlan and probably Rachel Shenton as I feel these two just are doing some really great work with characters that could sometimes be seen as one-sided but we always get those underlining things and insights into what makes these characters tick and I feel I said that Rachel just works really well with Emma as well as she does with Jamie so yeah I guess that those have been my scenes and performers of the week last week. Well I guess that concludes this week's edition of the Hollyoaks Chronicles podcast and I'll end just with some small things, just a reminder of the best bits of 2011 show for Hollyoaks that's going to air this come Friday the 23rd of December at 9pm on E4. So if you're a fan and want to actually have a little bit extra Hollyoaks, that would be a great show to watch. Remember to check that out. 
and also just a little fun extra piece you can check out the Hollyoke of the cast singing Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree which is part of this year's Christmas special of the Hollyoaks music show which you can check out over on the blog which again you can check out at hollyoakschronicles.blogspot.com and you can also email me at tvgenius05 at gmail.com just give me your opinion to the show and ideas of things you might want to hear or just your views and opinions of the show right now or you can follow me on Twitter under the new handle for the actual official Hollyoaks Chronicle which you can find it at Hollyoaks Cron which is Hollyoaks then C-H-R-O-N or just search Hollyoaks Chronicles or you can follow me on my personal Twitter under the handle of at TVGenius05 and you can also listen to this podcast on the blog or you can now subscribe and get actual automatic updates to it on iTunes, which you can find the address on the blog. So that I've been your host, Jonathan, and that concludes this show. And look forward to a next one, which will probably be after the holiday. So bye for now, and as always, enjoy Hollywood.